0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Darrell Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we'll see where David rejoices and encourages others to praise the Lord. When he was troubled, he cried out to the Lord, and he turned his mourning into dancing. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. I will never forget this one sermon.
0: The father of our pastor spoke to us at our midweek service. I was in my 20s, and he'd been a pastor for over 50 years. Now, I don't remember most of the message, but at the end he says, If you don't remember anything else, remember this. Fall in love with Jesus every day. Well, I made a mental note. I figured that if somebody that had been serving the Lord for that long said, remember this, it must be worth remembering. Now, what I love about David's Psalms is that they are just dripping with love for the Lord. You can see that the reason David was a man after God's own heart was because he loved the Lord with all his heart. And if we would receive the same blessings, deliverance, and strength that David received, then we must share in his love for God. We look at Psalm 30 today, the title, A Song at the Dedication of the House of David. Now, after David was made king over Judah and Israel, he captured Jerusalem and made it his capital. Shortly thereafter, he built his palace, the house of David, in the city of David. Psalm 30, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up. You've not let my foes rejoice over me, O Lord, my God. I cried out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. David begins, I will extol you, O Lord. To extol means to lift up high or exalt. David, delighted to lift up the name of the Lord because the Lord had lifted him up. God took him from the sheep fields of Bethlehem and made David king of Israel. Now, he said, you have not let my foes rejoice over me. Saul had been David's chief enemy. For nearly 10 years, Saul hunted David to take his life simply because he was jealous of David. And David had other enemies as well. The Philistines, for example, weren't exactly thrilled when David cut off the head of their champion, Goliath. But God set the boundaries for David's foes and he would not let them rejoice over David. They hoped for David's demise, but it was a vain hope. Instead, they watched David grow in stature, in power, in notoriety, and in wealth, much to their chagrin. When God preserves us against the will of our enemies, it is a great cause for rejoicing indeed. But David had also experienced suffering. An illness had taken him within inches of his life. We don't know to what circumstance David is referring Was this illness literal or figurative? Whatever it was, David felt that he was merely a breath away from death. We've all heard many who didn't take COVID-19 seriously and thought they would never get the disease, but then they did get it and became deathly ill and feared they wouldn't survive. That was the kind of situation David was in. So he cried out to God like a child crying to his daddy when he's in pain. David cried to the only one who could help and the Lord healed him. Would we experience divine healing? Do we believe in it? Well, we must first cry out to the Lord in faith like a little child. Often we call our doctor or go to the emergency room, but do we cry out to God? Every parent When their child is hurt, wants their child to come to them and cry out to them for help, not the parent down the street. And God is no different. David, in one form or another, had a near-death experience. He knew that God had brought his soul up from the grave. Death was waiting outside David's door. But the Lord showed up and drove it away and restored David's life. No wonder David praised him. He was born again. That is the experience of every born-again child of God. The curse of sin and death hung over us like a dark foreboding cloud. But when we believed in Jesus Christ, God delivered us from our sin and from the curse of death and gave us newness of life. He brought us up out of the pit. Verse four, sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Not only did David write psalms, but he encouraged others to sing as well. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints. And here's the reason. His anger does come. He may chasten us as any good father would his child, but his anger is just for a moment. He's slow to anger and then it lasts for a moment, but his divine favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night. Yes, you might be going through a time of sorrow, but it's short-lived and joy comes in the morning. Now, he said, in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord, I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. So David was king. He was in his prosperity. God had granted him victory over his enemies. And in his prosperity, he said, I shall never be moved. You know, It's always a dangerous thing when we experience some degree of success. And we begin to boast in that or think that we had something to do with it. And we're told in the scripture that pride comes before a fall. Well, David said, I will never be moved. The problem is anything in this world can and will be moved. We can see just what has happened over the last several months, how much things have changed uh, in a way that nobody anticipated. And that's just life. So David experienced this sort of reversal. He said, You have made my mountain stand strong. So the mountain there in scripture often speaks of a kingdom. David's kingdom looked like it was standing strong. But then he said, you hid your face. David, who was so accustomed to enjoying the presence of the Lord, suddenly felt that something had come between him and God. Could have been his pride. Could have been that God was just hiding his face so that David would deal with his own attitude or sometimes God hides his face so that we will seek him more but whatever it was David did not feel right about this he was troubled and that's a good thing if the Lord hides his face from you could be sin could be that he's calling you into a deeper walk with him but whatever it is It's good to be troubled because that leads us to the next step. David said, I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord, I made supplication. That's the prayer of faith, the earnest, intense prayer of faith. Now, he said, what profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? And so David begins to reason with God, look. If you take me, if I die now, then what good is that going to do for you? Will I be able to sing these psalms and make these praises to you if I'm dead? Will I be able to serve you? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Now, that is a good prayer for all occasions. Jesus said that it was the tax collector, the publican, who said that prayer, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And he went home justified. And we can always pray that one. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And David said, Lord, be my helper. Again, a prayer for all seasons. How often we need God's help, whether it is at work, at home with our family, in our church, in our ministry, in just dealing with, life and dealing with our own attitudes during this whole crisis this nation is going through right now, how often we need to cry out and say, Oh Lord, help me. But God is willing to be that help to us because he sits on a throne of grace and he's given us access through Jesus Christ to come to his throne of grace and receive mercy and help in our time of need. Verse 11, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. What a blessing it is when God takes our mourning, our sorrow, and he turns it into dancing when the prayers that we've been crying out are suddenly answered and we go from prayer to praise. David said, you, you took off my sackcloth. I was wearing those clothes of mourning, but now you have clothed me with gladness. What a wonderful thing when God turns things around. And in fact, he even takes the things that are negatives and he turns them into a positive. Just like when a woman is in pain, giving birth to a child, and it's that very child that is now born that brings her joy and pleasure. And so often when we go through times of affliction, as painful as they are, it is the very afflictions that God then turns around and brings joy into our lives as the result. We talk about blessings in disguise, and God is so apt at doing that in our lives so to this end my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent the glory here speaking of david's soul or maybe even his talent to worship the lord and write these psalms but he said i will sing praise to you and not be silent O oh lord my god i will give thanks to you forever and that's the hope that every believer has. It's a hope beyond this life. It's a hope beyond the grave. It's a hope that we will continue to praise and worship the Lord forever. We begin that worship now in this life, but it continues into eternity. And I would like to just close with a very famous hymn that goes like this. I'll praise him in life. I'll praise him in death. I'll praise him as long as he lendeth me breath and say when the death dew lies cold on my brow, if ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. May the Lord help you fall more deeply in love with Jesus
1: today and every day. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Next time, we'll return to the book of Judges and see what happens when a nation stops listening to the Lord and chooses to do what is right in their own eyes. We hope you'll join us on Simply the Bible.